0: Hello and welcome to the 15th episode of the Pointy Hatcast. I am your host Sam, also known as Ducky O'Brien on Twitch. And we are joined today by our co-hosts, fellow duders, Barry.
1: Excellent! (laughs) (laughs) And (laughs) Isaiah. Saw, dude. Uh,
0: Today's episode is on a movie about being excellent to each other, Bill and Ted's Excellent Adventure, as well as Bogus Adventure. Our email is pointyhatcast at gmail.com. Sure. It's a bogus movie. doesn't matter. (laughs) Please send us any questions or comments as well as any requests for movies for us to watch. All right. Here is the movie intro. Uh, Bill and Ted's Excellent Adventure was released on February 1989. And Bogus was released on July 1991 in the U.S. It was directed by Stephen Herrick. Peter Hewitt directed the second one. The screenplay was written by Chris Madsen and Ed Solomon for both of them. It stars Keanu Reeves, Alex Winter, George Carlin, and many more. Currently, as of this podcast, it has a Rotten Tomato score of 79% for critics and 75% for the audience. Now, the sequel got 54 and 56% respectively a reason for that. <laughs> Alright, here's the movie blurb for the first movie. Two seemingly dumb teens set off on a quest to prepare the ultimate historical presentation with the help of a time machine. Alright, let's get into it. Barry, you want to start us off?
1: Oh, well, I'm going to open with a question. Okay. okay. Why did directors and writers in the 80s have such a fixation on their sexy moms... Uh, Freud
2: dude I, Freud I mean, Freud yeah Explained Because the movie.
1: Back to the Future we, which we just talked about yeah. Yeah. The, the whole movie was about trying not to have sex with his mom Yeah And yeah. now repeatedly in this movie his mom is like <laughs> he's like Hi Missy I mean Mom <laughs> <laughs> And there's like that uh, like down shirt shot and you're like wow <laughs> Yeah <laughs> uh, What's going I on guys know. Come on Come on! What was going? Know. What was in the water in the eighties? Actually, Lots I know exactly what was in water in the eighties. LSD, <laughs> LSD, dude. LSD. Yeah, yeah. This okay. movie, this movie was written, directed, produced, and distributed by LSD. So I guess I LSD, shouldn't be. Okay. I guess I shouldn't be surprised. <laughs> yeah.
2: Makes sense. Yeah.
1: <laughs> Makes sense. Oh man! <laughs> they're like you could just make some crazy movies back in the day, and they're like uh, they don't we'll, make we'll them like for these. We'll pay for it,
2: yeah. dude. Dude, the just golden like, age of Hollywood when they would actually fundraise insane ideas and just be like, "Whatever, we'll just we'll just do it. Whatever,
1: we'll see what happens." Just catch the studio head after like a five-day-long bender. And be like, <laughs> "Yeah, whatever. Get out of my office. <laughs> Here's some cocaine. <laughs> Here's some cocaine. Get out of here. Yeah. <laughs> Take some LSD oh for God. creativity. Yeah. Uh, yeah. This this movie. What a classic. You know." It's like it's got to be on the must-watch list. And the, I, I don't know how popular it was at the time, but it's since become definitely a cultural phenomenon, and maybe a little bit of a cult classic. Uh, I, would I would define say so. it as yeah. a cult classic, yeah. Because I know everybody quotes it all the time. Excellent. <laughs> oh, but, <laughs> excellent. Oh, oh. Man. there's so. This is so my much first time
0: stuff. watching it.
1: Yeah, mine as well. Yeah. It's uh, it's quite wonderful. I've seen it, the first time I saw this movie was in high school in Advanced Placement European History.
0: Oh, AP Euro, okay.
3: <laughs>
1: Wait, that's amazing. In, in AP Euro, I believe it, I think it was after exams, after the AP exams, when, at the period in the class where you have literally nothing left to do
2: oh for like three weeks
1: yeah there's like three yeah. weeks where you have nothing to do so we're just <laughs> sitting around he's like let's watch Bill and Ted's Excellent Adventure I'm like excellent, excellent. <laughs> oh it's, it's pretty well structured it, it pays uh, I mean it, it has a little bit just enough of real history to convince you that they cared <laughs> <laughs> just <laughs> just, yeah. just just enough, enough. just enough. a drop yeah. not that much but enough <laughs> Um and I think this is keanu reeves breakout film right
3: yeah
2: yeah sure
0: i, think so. I don't know like i just remember him speed um you know uh, matrix. The Matrix.
2: preceded speed and then the matrix yeah um, the keanu Sants.
1: i mean he was in a bunch of smaller stuff before this uh some tv a few smaller movies but this was like this was his breakout film i believe
0: wait w- was he in the lake house uh
1: yeah yeah
0: okay we should watch that movie. <laughs> I'm kidding I'm kidding.
1: I don't know. Oh no. Uh, yeah. I don't know about that one.
0: Better than Suicide Squad though.
1: Has to be. <laughs> yeah. Yeah, but I don't know this. This movie is just it's just a fun adventure. It's in the title. It's an excellent adventure. Excellent. It's excellent, and that's all excellent. all that really matters about it. Like all the other little stuff. Uh, the performances were kind of kind of great actually <laughs> it's amazing like if you put these performances in another movie it would just be like terrible but they work so well in this movie
2: <laughs> yeah it takes a little great. adjusting to get used to but it's pretty good yeah
1: you, you you're into it in like five minutes you're like okay this is what we're doing you're like okay <laughs> i'm right, down yeah. for this i guess yeah we're on we're on for the ride <laughs> Um, yeah, I, I really loved it. This is, I don't know if it's one of my favorite films of all time or anything, but it's definitely, it's pretty high up there. It's pretty high up there. Oh,
2: dang. Okay. Just,
1: just this fun factor. What do you think, Isaiah?
2: I thought this movie was good. Don't know about excellent. (laughs) (laughs) But, but I really enjoyed it. It's, it's a really fun film. And I had... I've only seen like memes and like little whatever references to Bill and Ted, but I've actually never seen the movie. So being able to watch it for the first time, I was like, wait, this is a time travel movie. And then I got super (laughs) hyped. (laughs) And I love how everything is like so ridiculous. But shot so seriously. Yeah. And that's the point is to kind of like bring out the humor of that. and. I just thought that that was hilarious. Yeah. But um, it was, like, for me, what I really enjoyed was seeing Keanu and, like, playing a not-serious role where he's not, you know, shoving pencils through people's heads and <laughs> stabbing yeah. them slowly through the eyeball with a knife while we watch. Um, <laughs> good times. But, yeah, it, it's good to, like, see Keanu in a role like this. And I, I feel like he enjoys it. And I think he's someone who likes to be funny, but doesn't get the chance to be in a lot of his roles. Because he always kind of plays like that super serious, dark brooding character, or the very attractive love interest, right? So I think that opportunities like this for him are super rare, which is why he enjoys it so much. And I recently, like a few days ago, watched um, Always Be My Maybe. Mm, Okay, how was that? it was really good. <laughs> mm, okay. Yeah, what is it, Randall Park and Ali Wong? It's so funny. And Keanu Reeves has, like, maybe a five, six-minute cameo where he pretty much just acts like a dick the whole time <laughs> and, like, a super over-exaggerated version of his persona. And it's hilarious. And mm. he apparently, like, literally on a whim was, like, they hit him up, and they're like, oh, do you want to be part of this movie? And he's like, yeah, I'd love to be. And they're like, wait, what? So he showed up for, like, four days to shoot. Um, the odor effect. Yeah, <laughs> some, sometime during the filming of uh, John Wick 3 when he had time. Wow. So he spent four days in SF in, like, Toronto, I think, filming. But, yeah, it, it's so funny to see him as a funny guy. And, like, it was very foreign to me. I was like, oh, I've only seen Keanu be serious. <laughs> but i liked it and i think yeah. that this is kind of where it all began so it was really cool to
1: see so you're yeah. coming at it kind of from the backwards perspective where you've seen him in these serious roles like uh John Wick, Constantine, mm-hmm. um the Matrix, Matrix. but re- this is where his his career started so he he started in like these lighthearted films and it took him a very long time to shake off that perception because he was, I believe for a very long time, he was getting typecast as exactly this character. And it, it took him a while to, to, to matrix himself over. <laughs> and, now, and, now he on, and now he only gets those films. Yeah. And only now gets he has typecast
2: himself yeah. into
1: another role.
0: Yeah. <sighs> so Bill and Ted 3 will fix it.
1: It's <laughs> so one extreme to another. I hope that movie is wonderful. I hope they I make hope some so. references to John Wick.
2: Bubba, yeah. <laughs> or they like go to the future he is a movie star yeah and then he is
1: john wick that'd be Whoa, crazy bill you totally killed those people <laughs> how about you sam
0: oh uh, all right dude i thought that. bill and ted was extremely well structured as a film so uh, yeah i want to go over that Real quick, the structure is really straightforward, and it's clear, and it has a purpose. So, for example, it starts with the George Carlin monologue. Rest in peace, George Carlin. But then it introduces the characters right away. Bill and Ted, they're at the garage. They're playing instruments. And then you notice a couple things about these characters right away. The movie introduces it. They're bad at their instruments, but they're (laughs) self-aware. They look stupid, but they're not stupid. They're just ignorant, and then they love music, and that they're students. And they covered all of this in a very short scene, and and the brilliant thing is it it bookends. These are bookends, so it ends the movie the same way. So it kind of calls to mind their progress. You can compare and contrast where they've been. And then it goes into the the high, high school class scene where it introduces the problem, the fundamental problem they have, which is, if they flunk class, right, he's going to be sent away to military school, right? <laughs> so there's an obstacle overcome, right? And you can see, like, what is the purpose of the scene? Why is this here? Is to establish the problem, right? And then it introduces the parents, which is, there are more obstacles, and kind of reinforces that if they fail this report, then it's going to be really bad, like... The military school is the opposite of freedom. There's no band. They're basically their lifestyle is threatened. And then you see George Carlin, blah, blah, blah. That's to foreshadow and, and hint stuff. And then they go into uh just the history scene, right? The time travel scene, blah, blah, blah. It's brilliant because in front of the Circle K, George Carlin establishes the rules, and then they just they're like, how does this work? And then he goes, it's modern technology. So they don't explain it. <laughs> they just give yeah. you like a enough of an answer. They're smart. And then it's also far. the question, yeah, it's like, how do you operate the time machine? Here's this handy phone book that will tell you where to go. So then, you know, <laughs> clears up any questions the audience might have unless you really want to dig deep. But then they, they cover all the basic grounds, like how this works. And then they go throughout history and, uh, you know, They're doing time travel stuff until they get to, you know, where Ted gets killed, fake killed. And then, you know, it shows that, um, you know, they can die. It's not like all fun and games because you feel like they're not going to get hurt, right, throughout the entire thing. Things are just working out for them. But no, there is some threats there. And also like that Napoleon scene is genius because it establishes that it's amazing. (laughs) Yeah, it's amazing. They can actually go back in time and then be they can bring people back to the present. And then they have this humor where Napoleon is dangling in the background, his feet, and after they finish talking they fall he falls out.
1: Yeah, his feet are just swinging in the back. Yeah. <laughs> so, like, the,
0: the, the way that it's shot, like, as you, I think you brought it up before, it's shot super serious in that it doesn't treat what's happening as a joke.
2: Yeah. They play it completely straight.
0: Exactly. Yeah. Also, like, tonally, I love this movie because they don't treat Bill and Ted as idiots. In fact, they're not complete idiots in that they talk like they're in a Shakespeare play, right? The words they use and the language and the rhythm of it mix with the dude bro talk, right? That's why I thought it was kind of nice. And then, um also the movie doesn't have much lowbrow humor at all, uh, except for the weird mom stuff, which the bedroom scene too, where his dad, Bill's dad, is like, just kicks him out and he's gonna bang uh, his new wife in Bill's room. I was like, that's, like, that's mm-hmm. not funny. That's just really weird and awkward and it doesn't fit the rest of the movie <laughs> but like the here's the part where I, I fell in love with the movie all right it's the future scene right where they go in, into the future back to the future <laughs> and yeah and then uh you know and then the main theme is like back be excellent to, the to each other <laughs> and party on dude so it's kind of like and then the song plays in the background it's perfect you know if you look up that song like the lyrics are like the main thing that hits is like, for me at least, everything's gonna be all right in time.
1: And then, and then a bunch of extras come in from off, yeah, and they're just doing air guitar and unison, yeah, air guitar. And you're like, What is happening? What is this? <laughs> yeah, what is happening? What is happening? But, what yeah. fevered LSD dream is this? <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> it was so funny, and it was not treated yeah. as hubris at all. It was no, like no, oh that was God. so no, funny. Yeah.
0: Like, that's that's why I liked it because it was validation of Bill and Ted's uh, their dreams and hopes and futures it's like who they are as as humans and their potential is being validated because they they do something they accomplish something big in the future and all these people are recognizing it and then you know that you got this song coming in because they suck now but it's like everything's gonna be alright in time like you know life might suck right now and that part got me because this movie the message is so good and like the way that it's filmed, the characters, like everyone's nice to each other. Other than Napoleon, who is a complete jerk, but even. Yeah, he's so funny, but even his jerkiness is downplayed, you know? It's just. Napoleon's so funny. It's not like he's a complete d bag, and like. Just the movie is so positive. It, it took me a little by surprise. I thought it was going to be this lowbrow humor uh, time travel movie. But instead, it's, it's mostly serious. The humor is in the situation. Some of the dialogue, too. And, and then encompassing all of that, covering all of that, is like this, this positivity that took me by
1: surprise. I was, uh, yeah, it's part of why I like it I as well. I was so surprised it's very, by it's that. very and I was like, wow, this is such a nice film. <laughs> yeah, it's so nice.
2: Like, it's such a nice film, you know? Yeah, it's back I when, I when you like can make
1: get... happy films about good things yeah. and not grim, dark nightmares. <laughs> Not Batman v. Superman. Zack Snyder. <laughs> Yikes! Did we yeah. transition from this into like the like the dark '90s, right? Where everything yeah. had to be dark and gritty and 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 miserable. <laughs> Does that mean that
2: in like the next ten years from now we're gonna get all of these bright, happy movies again? I hope so. Maybe hope so. right? Circle of Life. Circle, Circle of life. Style. Okay. Yeah. The circle okay? Yeah. <laughs> Something
1: strange is afoot yeah. at the circle. K. Circle I do not I don't it's I don't so I, ridiculous. I, yeah? It's like so it is, and it's strange because like the delivery of the lines is so like ham fisted and yet absolutely perfect.
2: Yeah. It's it's so over the top, but it's just enough where it works. Uh where I thought it was so funny that like Bill especially speaks with such large words like oh no, this is heinous dude. Most heinous.
1: <laughs> Most non, Most non- heinous. Yeah.
2: Bogus. <laughs> Bogus. <laughs> but like yeah, they speak like Cali Surfer dudes, like surfer surfer bros, you know? Yeah. yeah. But like they also on the other hand sam i didn't even think about that but it's like they almost speak with the cadence of like shakespearean exactly right like plays yeah you can like,
0: you can feel the rhythm and the beat of their speech
1: iambic
2: mm-hmm. pentameter
1: <laughs> sure yes. yes that's your next yes. project sam you have to go through the script of this movie and see if the dialogue oh, no. is delivered in iambic pentameter the entire script yeah. the entire script Oh my! Oh
2: my! <laughs> the movie's only like ninety minutes. It's not that hard. It's ninety
1: minutes on the money. <laughs> there was nothing wasted. Yeah, <laughs>
0: that's another good thing. The tight edits were pretty tight. There's some scenes they could probably have lost, but
2: yeah, for the most part, it feels like like they dwell on things just
1: for the right amount of time. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Yeah, the pacing it's, is very nice. Yeah. Yeah, the, like the the story progression is formulaic, but it's done perfectly well. Like get your establish your premise, establish the stakes, explain your primary mechanic as quickly as you can, and then get it like just move on. You know they spend maybe like they spend probably less than a minute explaining how the time travel works. Right? It's like perfect. Here's your Doctor Who time travel phone phone booth. Get in, dial Mm -hmm. a number, go through history. Done. Great. It's powered by technology. That's all you need. (laughs) Yeah. It literally says powered by modern tech. Yeah. That's all you need. <laughs> yeah. it, you don't care. You it doesn't need. matter. That's not what the movie's about. It's not science fiction at all. It's just, it's just a, a fun adventure. It's a plot device. Exactly. The vehicle yeah. is a plot device. Literally. And you just kind of are okay with it. Like, yeah. I was perfectly fine with that. I loved it. Yeah, I like, I like uh. the subtle jab at... Uh, I guess it's not so subtle jab at Doctor Who, uh, which was... The first series was like 1939 or something. I don't remember. It was very early. But that was that was his thing. He goes around in a in a phone booth, right? But it's bigger on the inside, and, the, and Bill and Ted's phone booth is not big at all on the inside. Yeah. And you're they cram like, like twelve in people there. in there. Yeah, <laughs> like,
2: I, I thought I was like, man, that's a massive
1: phone booth. And then they just kept shoving more and more people <laughs> yeah. inside. I was like, dang. Yep. <laughs> it's like surely this is the last one. And then they grab like Joan of Arc, Genghis yeah. Khan, <laughs> and Sigmund Freud. <laughs> you know, like Jesus, Free dude. <laughs> Socrates. 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 We know that name. Look it up. Oh, it's under Socrates. It's under Socrates. <laughs> <laughs> oh.
0: Yeah, also I was gonna say, like, I love how um the editing is so tight. Like nothing's wasted. The only scenes, uh the Napoleon scenes, play that well because they're mainly used as transitions in between other scenes. And also they Mm -hmm. did this genius thing where they make the movie about Bill and Ted. So what they do is when they go into a new situation, they always tell the side characters to wait there. So they have a little scene of the side characters doing stuff like Socrates and Billy the Kid playing catch. Yeah, they're just playing catch with the football in the background. (laughs) In the background, yeah. (laughs) So then Bill and Ted go off and do their thing. And then the side characters show up later or they're doing their own shenanigans but they never dilute the the main the main character story arc so i think it was laser focus right there
1: yeah and then then like half of that is done through that montage which i love so much which just keeps building and building on the gag like they start with uh oh i don't even remember who they start with at, at the beginning the of mall the mo- in the, not no in the in the montage with uh, the the time travel montage where they're grabbing all the extra little bit characters. Oh yeah yeah okay okay. Yeah, like they yeah. grab like Joan of Arc, Genghis Khan. Genghis Khan. Um and then like it's like Kenny Graham for Abraham. Like, and the door yeah. opens and Genghis Khan's like, Bleh! just grabs. Him.
0: <laughs> they catch they catch Genghis Khan with a Twinkie too. It's like come yeah. here, come here. It's like off screen. <laughs> just see a hand with the Twinkie. Yeah. <laughs> Oh, it's wonderful. Man.
1: It's just it's just like a quick quick little little gags that I really love. Like that.
0: And they refer back to it too. Cause at the report, they're like Genghis Khan really loves Twinkies because of the Sugar Rush, right? Yeah. I was like, oh, brilliant. <laughs> I was brilliant surprised when the back.
2: dude playing Genghis Khan actually was like a good martial artist. I was like, oh dang. Why oh, did they easy. find this dude? Hmm.
3: Yeah.
1: Yeah. uh... <laughs> I feel like I've seen him in something. Oh man. So let's talk let's talk a little bit about the the historical characters cuz I want to go through this a little bit and okay. how how comically inaccurate they are and yet how, how how much respect I guess they pay to sort of the main premise. Um like who do they have? Abraham Lincoln, Joan of Arc, uh Billy the Kid. Billy the, <laughs> Billy the Kid. Kid. The yeah. kid was great in this. You're just like, Yeah, whatever. I'm, a, I'm in. I'm in for this.
2: <laughs> Why not?
1: Yeah, I mean, Why not? they gloss over all of like the horrible things that happened to these people and that these people did, but it was fine. <laughs> yeah. You know, like Genghis gotta, Khan. Yeah, like especially Genghis Khan. <laughs> they kind of touch on it a little bit. There's like that. Uh, yeah, I don't know. The scene where he, they get him, like, he's like, I'm going to eat this chicken and I'm going to have you. <laughs> It was. It's kind of a sign of the times. Like, uh, it's, yeah. it's it's very vulgar. It's very politically incorrect. There's a lot of stuff that would not fly today. Like uh, they call each other fags a couple times. Yeah, that's yeah. That would yeah. not. Yeah. Fly.
0: That, would not oof. that would not fly right now. Yeah. <laughs> Big
2: oof. That yeah. would not bode well. Wait, can I add a little quip? Sure. Yeah. I thought it was so funny. Like when I went to Mongolia, I was like, man, these people. Like, I, I was confused. I'm like, I don't know what their relationship would be with Genghis Khan, right? They worship him like a god, dude. He's a <laughs> deity. <laughs> people love Genghis Khan. They have this huge, like, hundred-foot statue of him riding a horse. Like, of, like, all metal. It's, I don't understand, but it's a huge tourist attraction and people love it. Hmm. Okay. So, yeah, Genghis Khan.
1: I mean, he did great dude. things. Terrible things But they were Great things (laughs) Eliminated a couple City states From the face of the earth Scorched earth (laughs) You know
2: He's like Pay us taxes And we'll leave you alone And give you religious freedom But if not We will Come in there And burn your entire city To the ground Yeah Seems pretty fair
1: to me Yeah Seems like a good deal (laughs) And then uh Why would you
2: say no? (laughs) (laughs)
1: <laughs> what would you say? No? What
2: kind of people said no, man?
1: Freedom, dude. You know how
2: many millions of people he murdered?
1: There were a couple of people that like killed the messenger, and they're like, "No, fuck you!" And then he went in and murdered every single man, woman, and child in the city and burned it to the ground. He's yeah. like, "Well, I guess that takes care of that." <laughs> Moving to the next All one in a day's work. Yeah. All in a day's work for Genghis Khan. Oh man, he's uh, single-handedly responsible for. The degradation of culture and history by about a hundred years. Um, with a sacking, yeah.
2: He was one of the few people to make a large enough environmental impact to push back the spread of global warming. <laughs> 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 this is so terrible, but I think it's hilarious.
1: <laughs> oh, he killed enough people wow. on Earth that it reduced our carbon footprint. Literally,
2: yeah. It's crazy, man.
1: Wow, he's a globalist. <laughs> right? Yeah. He's just looking out for humanity.
2: Truly, I'm Thanos, you know? <laughs> yeah, yeah, Thanos. James Thanos'
1: Thanos', Thanos god. <laughs> god. Oh, man. He did nothing wrong. Yeah.
0: Yes. I am inevitable. <laughs>
1: <laughs> exactly. Uh, but yeah. I digress. <laughs> it's, it's a nice, that's a nice little history, history segue. And I feel like I have to talk about the history in this a little bit, because I, I did watch it in AP Euro, so I have to display that I learned something from the movie, right? Otherwise it was a waste of time, and our public <laughs> education system is <was> deeply flawed. <laughs> that would never be the case. <clears throat> that would never be the case. I don't know. I think Absolutely that's always not. the case, but yeah. <laughs> and then, so Genghis Khan was fairly horrible. Uh, Joan of Arc was eventually burned at the stake. Yes, I feel for like being they, a witch. Yeah, for being a witch, I feel like they probably could have given her a heads up before they sent her back. <laughs>
0: you're <laughs>
2: right. You're right. Did she weigh as much as a log? Did she float? <laughs> She's, a <witch. laughs> She's a witch. She's
0: a witch. She turned me into a newt. So I got better. <laughs>
3: <laughs> she turned me back. Oh,
1: God. Yeah. Uh. Uh, Napoleon. Uh, oh, Napoleon. I like yeah. that they have his little water slide diagram at the end of invading Russia. <laughs> yeah, Waterloo. <laughs> I'm like, that would probably be about as effective as what you did, to be honest. <laughs> it might save you a few million lives if you tried it that way first. Yeah, it's funny
0: too, because they're like, I don't think it's going to work, Napoleon. <laughs> and they just wax the table with the military like layout on there. Mm-hmm. What, yeah. a, what a what a loser
1: <laughs> by the way Napoleon was not a short guy I think by historical records he was like 5 foot 6 to 5 foot 8 or something which was
2: yeah apparently he was up, pretty tall or like, like he was about average averageish height for the time yeah but it was, it was, it was what, propaganda it was,
1: yeah it was propaganda there was another yeah. famous one where uh, the other thing that's famously attributed to him is that he really loves uh, the pussy stank <laughs> <laughs> well, like there are, okay, these, there are sure. these fabricated letters that he wrote to his wife, asking her to not shower for two weeks before he came back, so he could enjoy the smell. Yeah, <laughs> so he could kinda... so he could bask in the aroma when he got What's back. What's wrong with people?
0: What kind of weird propaganda is that? I mean, it's effective, very propaganda. effective.
1: I mean, I, I would have bought it if I weren't, you know, slightly skeptical about the fact that a guy wanted to, to waft in dank stank pussy. Mm. Okay. Okay. Noted. So these these things are probably not true, guys. Okay.
2: For the most part, yeah. Or like Abraham Lincoln, you know, and the slaves. That's you know,
1: there's other reasons why. There's a lot of stuff going on there. Yeah. It was was a cool thing to do, but there was a lot of other political stuff, politicking going on with that decision as well to pull in um, the French. Into the war, get more international support as well for slave suffrage, which effectively, Mm. I mean, it it effectively did very little when he did it. He's like, slaves are free everywhere, and the South's like, -uh." (laughs) nah. Make us. Make us. (laughs) Yeah.
3: History.
2: But wasn't a majority of that essentially to get the slaves to run away and so that the South would have. Less workers, so that it'd be more difficult for them to fight back against the North. I thought that that was a large reason of why he decided to do that.
1: Mm, it's mostly the international support because the slave worker thing is
2: in Britain was huge during that time. Yeah,
1: it's, it's guy, mostly it's mostly an the, agricultural thing.
2: The the Amazing Grace guy. Uh, I don't remember his name, but I watched a movie. <laughs>
0: <laughs> wait wasn't that with um reading rainbow guy what's his name i forgot it's
2: reading rainbow guy <laughs>
0: yeah you know what i'm talking about uh... or is that a different movie that might be a different film
2: yeah but essentially it's this guy who used to be like a slave trader right and then he realized it was inhumane and then he realized that um he was essentially, like, a sinner before God, and so he decided to become an advocate against slavery and wrote the song Amazing Grace. Or, like, he was his mentor who wrote the song, and then he was the one who advocated for it.
1: Yeah. It was a, it was a good movie. I don't remember the title. I mean, it's astonishing. People didn't realize it was any humane. Like, just looking at the way they were brought over from Africa to the States is disgusting. Well, they were treated as human. Yeah, they were... They weren't seen as human, right? They were treated probably worse than livestock, because livestock at least have like, You wanted a it cage. alive. Like, they were all, like, strapped down to a deck, like, head to toe, just crammed, yeah. as, and, like, stacked on top of each other for the entire journey. Because just...
0: a lot of them die, so you, you yeah. want enough to be left alive.
1: Yeah, a lot of them die mm-hmm. on the trip over, because they're just stacked on top of each other and, like, shitting themselves everywhere. <laughs> you know, all the like,
2: disease, almost no food and water.
1: Yeah. Yeah. It's it's pretty terrible. And uh, we just kind of skip past that stuff <laughs> cuz <'Cause> that's not <laughs> what this movie's about. And then you, Billy the Kid uh killed a lot of people, you know. Killed he killed a lot of people, yeah. He killed a lot of people. And I, I don't think I think he's one of the few that lived to a ripe old age in the Wild West. I could be wrong about that like thirty hmm.
2: five
1: yeah like 35, thirty five thirty six he lived he lived a decent life, almost as old life. as me no um <laughs> <laughs>
3: <laughs> <laughs> <laughs>
1: <laughs> <laughs> um yeah, i think I just like the way that it's all treated fairly like decently seriously certainly it's goofy, but it's not like like a goofball, you know? And yeah. it's all towards like yeah, that, yeah. that that central message that like, uh, it's a pretty cool time to be alive and to be excellent to each other. Exactly.
0: Yeah. Like Abraham Lincoln said it like at the end where it's like a message that's that's true in my time just as it is today. And then he repeats that, be excellent to each other and party on dudes. Man. It's <laughs> perfect.
1: Masterpiece. It is perfect. <laughs>
2: Masterpiece No I, I feel like Just that message Is so good And still remains So relevant Especially today You know With Not, a, not yeah. enough
1: people Are excellent to each other man
0: They're not yeah.
1: It's bogus It's bogus <laughs> It's bogus Most heinous Dude <laughs> You're gonna be stuck Quoting this film For like the next Two or three weeks And you're not gonna probably, be able To help yourself probably.
2: Absolutely <laughs>
0: But yeah, if you have nothing else to say about this, because I want to move on and compare and contrast to the second movie, oh, which okay. disappointed me severely.
2: Okay. Most heinous.
0: So, yeah, most heinous. Any Anything uh, you guys want to mention before we go on?
1: Mm. Mm. I like the music. Oh, yeah, the music, the, the oh, story, and, the yeah, music is fantastic.
0: Yeah. yeah. If you look at the soundtrack, it's uh, it's pretty awesome.
1: I really liked their uh, use of matte paintings, not so much the use of CGI. They did what they could, you know. It was yes, 1989. Yeah. <laughs> there's not much they could do. There's not much they could do. Uh, there's there's a lot of very noticeable matte painting shots. Um, but I, I liked it. Which were all right. Yeah. yeah. So yeah, like, okay. it. yeah. It's like, okay, they, this they is a They used it
0: sparingly, part. if possible.
1: And all the sets were kind of wonderful, because they had to build like these little sets for all their little time travel escapades, which is fun. And then they just like they go through all these like fantastical historical sets, and then they just come back to like a strip mall. <laughs> yeah. And <you're> like, <laughs> oh, really ran out of money, dude. <laughs> well, it's like this. This is the time we live in. We went from like castles and and incredible like uh historical sites to like strip malls and malls. This is today yep. malls. That's what we have. But this, not uh, even anymore.
2: Now we just have Amazon.
1: Yeah, now we <laughs> just have Amazon.
2: <laughs> one, one, one thing. I thought was really, I guess it was just funny to me. Is like, I feel like the term "dude" is very much of like a Californian thing, culturally speaking. Dude is a way of life for people. Like, (laughs) non-at, like inanimate objects are dude. Like women, children, everyone—they're dudes. Like, I feel like it's so different because growing up in California, dude was such a big thing. But then now being in Chicago and like Illinois, it's like, bro, <laughs> I think is the big thing here. So I was like, oh, it's interesting. Dude, it's bro. Like, combine it together. Dude, bro, It's like yeah. Wayne's World, you know, it took place in Illinois. See,
0: like I was thinking yeah. of Wayne's World. I always mash the two movies together in my mind for some reason.
2: Two guys so like, um, playing, yeah. Mike making Myers. music, you know? Yeah. Not traveling through time.
1: <laughs> I'm traveling through time. Yeah. Well, I don't know what you young people use for, for lingo lingo these days. I just I just say hello, fellow kids. Hello, children.
2: <laughs> What's that Get one me with the old dude with the skateboard? Yeah, from, that's exactly. Uh, I think yeah. that's
1: uh Mr. Deeds, the Adam Sandler film. Uh with uh, Willem Dafoe. I think so. I don't know. I don't remember the film. That's the old, literally only, the only thing I remember because it was like the, the the only good joke from the movie. <laughs> I hello, memes. F- hello, fellow kids. <laughs> 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 it's um, Steve Buscemi. It's oh, Steve oh, Buscemi. Yeah. It's not Willem yeah. Dafoe. No, it's not. I get those two confused. <laughs> They're both a Too little bit guys, goofy, a yeah. little bit crazy looking.
2: <laughs> They're very crazy looking. Not even a little bit, bro. <laughs>
0: Uh, one thing that did bother me was a little speech before uh, where the girl's like, Oh, if Mary Antoinette was here today, she would say, Let them eat fast food. And I was like, No, that's incredibly wrong. She said, Let them eat cake. Cause you know they're like they don't have any bread to eat. Let them eat cake, so something luxurious that only rich people you know, have.
2: Let them eat roast lamb shakes.
0: Yeah, or like eat. Let them eat lobster. You know, let them eat red lobster. See, I would have done that instead of fast food. That was a minor, minor irk.
1: Let them eat Olive Garden.
0: Olive Garden.
1: <laughs> <laughs> unlimited pasta. Olive Garden. Yeah, unlimited. But yeah, the hey,
0: beginning that, w- of that that speech was pretty good, though. Where she yeah, like that was
2: a large. Our oh, small minority owns the large majority, and the majority owns the minority. Yes.
0: Uh,
2: Also, uh, there, was,
0: there was some product placement, but done very well. Like, I didn't notice the Speedo product placement, and when the coin's wearing it, Circle K. Circle like, K. It's done incredibly well. And then. Uh,
1: the most effective product placement of all time by the way because so, I still go to Circle K's <laughs> just because of this fucking movie what,
2: are you serious <laughs>
1: yeah if okay if I'm, if I'm driving down the street and I have a choice to, to pull into two gas stations I will pull into the Circle K <laughs> okay. Dude, okay this is effectively the same product anyway. even if
2: it's more money like say it's five cents
1: more it's, it's never more money when have <laughs> you seen right. two when have you seen two gas stations across the street from, the, from each other that do not have the same price. I have. I've seen like a two, three cent difference before. I've seen max like one cent difference. Mm. Maybe. But yeah, uh, I'll, I will generally, I will generally pull into the Circle K. <laughs>
0: <laughs> they done their job. Circle I still K pull better. that line
1: yeah. on my friends too. They got too. You good, dude. Oh, they got me real good. I still pull that line out every fucking time when I'm in the car with my friends. And we pull up to a fucking Circle K. <laughs> and I'm sure they roll their eyes every single time. <laughs> Uh, (laughs) strange things are afoot at the circle Gate. shut up (laughs) Barry
0: but yeah going going into Bill and Ted's 2 my goodness Mm -hmm. this film is so bad structurally speaking Uh, tonally speaking the things that happen I enjoyed they're definitely fun right but like individually isolated they're fun but when you put them all together it's so bad I just want to so I want to start this off real quick because you know I want to get it off my chest. First of all, structurally speaking, it's way inferior to the first film. You got this scene where it establishes a bad guy. He's supposed to be a threat. And then the second scene is Rufus is a good guy. And then it goes into another scene where it, it kind of patronizes the viewers where there's a robot Bill and Teds and they have to show their robots by pulling off their their head. Skin or whatnot, and then they explain the plot to us. They're like, What's your mission? and then they're like, We're gonna kill Bill and Ted, blah blah blah. And like, the reason why it doesn't work here is that it wouldn't make sense in that situation. See, like, the first movie does it, but it does it in a way where Bill and Ted are acting as their characters, and it's something they would say or do in that situation, even though they're explaining to the audience what's going on, or what's about to happen, but like. This scene, uh, it didn't make sense. Like, why would the bad guy have to, like, tell everyone what's going to happen, right? He, like, do their exact plan because they could be stopped then. Unless they, like, expose the bad guy as incredibly stupid, which they don't. After that, uh It's like, a little bit scenes, dumb. It, it's really <laughs> dumb. I think it's really dumb. And, like... The scenes are disjointed. Like, there's no clear purpose. It doesn't establish the premise right away. Um, there's like the character motivations are kind of. It's all over the place. Like, yeah. And then they have. They go like all in on this weird lowbrow humor with Missy. And then they make this joke like, because Missy married uh, Ted's dad now. And then the one of the princesses, like, you know, they. I think Bill, was it Ted? Asked, what's next? And then one of the princesses is like, maybe she'll marry you. And then Bill's like, "Dad, yeah, you can be your own stepdad then.
1: And I was just like.
0: <laughs> she marries <laughs> like th-
1: the denomino at the end, by y- the way. Yeah, yeah she does. <laughs> the so that
0: read. that was kind of funny. But like, it's 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 just like a hu- this sort of humor all over the place. Like later when Robot Ted is looking at the pictures of the princesses and is like, check this out, Robot Bill. I was like, I got a full-on robot chubby, and I'm like, seriously, <laughs> like
2: that's so stupid. Like, it ruined the first movie for me because like- it was funny because to me it was so ridiculous. That I <laughs> yeah. thought it was hilarious. <laughs> okay,
0: I was it's okay with that particular again. line. <laughs>
2: yeah, it's hilarious
0: because <laughs> isolated, it's very hilarious. It's about a robot, evil robot, saying he's turned on by a girl. All right, that's fine. Like, in the context of this entire film, putting everything together, like, it it doesn't fit. Nothing fits. Character motivation, narrative, like, the scenes, the purpose of the scenes, uh, the way it's shot, it makes it a joke. There's some very jokey shots they use, like, uh, like zoom-ups, like, all these things. And it breaks the immersion because, like, you're treating the film as a joke then, right? Like, the first movie treated everything seriously, and, and then they played... Uh, they're very honest and earnest that's like the two words i would use to describe that film but this movie is i it it thought it was a joke and that's that's the only thing i could take away from it and it's such a shame because at the very end it has a really nice message as well where it's like the best place to be is right here and the best time to be is right now it's kind of like live in the moment and enjoy what you got but that contradicts what's happening in the movie and not only that I forgot to mention, for the first movie, the the obstacle they have to overcome is failure themselves, right? In this movie, the obstacle is weird. It's like death. <laughs> it's Satan. It's Beelzebub. It's uh, future robot versions of themselves. It's the bad guy. It's, you know, it's just all over the place. And, uh, yeah, even the characters, like death, he steals some scenes because they make him they're kind of mean to him and that's the opposite of what happens in the first movie where everyone's nice to each other is uplifting and positive here they're kind of making the butt of all the jokes but he's so funny (laughs) the grim reaper is such a funny character yeah he's such a funny character (laughs) and like he steals a scene and like that's that's not smart filmmaking because then you're taking away from bill and ted whereas in the first film they push the characters off to the side and then give them their own moments to shine right like they spread uh, it in there, sprinkle I, I it in there.
2: Think, I like the moments with death. Yeah, I think, I think he's I, a fun I did. character.
0: I, I just think it's uh, it's not cohesive with the rest of the film.
2: Yeah, tonally, it's
0: weird. Yeah, tonally, everything individually and isolated. If you if you take it separately, it's I think it's super funny, <laughs> super silly. There's uh, I like the characters, death especially, and but if you put everything together, it doesn't fit at all for me, at least.
1: I think, no. uh, I don't think it's quite that bad, but it's definitely a much messier film. And the humor is probably a step down, uh, definitely like more and It's down for me. Yeah. <clears throat> um, I liked how Station, I, lo- I-, I loved Station, the alien guy. Oh. <laughs> as, like, dumb and goofy as it was. Like, I loved mm-hmm. that the costume was like a giant nutsack. <laughs> it was yeah. so funny they just two. Gi- he compliments
3: his butt. I was yeah. like, "What?" Yeah.
1: just like there's just like two giant butts walking around. <laughs> like, what is this? I don't like that. There's like the movie takes like so many le- like every every twenty minutes the movie forgets what kind of like what movie it is and it just takes a left turn and you're like, okay, we're we're going this way now. Like, I guess we're trying something different. Yeah, they want they move from LSD to amphetamines and now they're like, we're going <laughs> hard. <laughs>
0: Oh, yeah, they definitely yeah. tried harder. I think they had a bigger budget, way more special effects. I mean, they look bad for, uh, you know, a modern-day film viewer, but if you realize what they were working with at the time, they probably spent a lot of money.
2: When the ghosts, like, possessed them in that scene. Oh, yeah. Like, the dad and then the sergeant. So yeah. funny.
1: Oh, my God, that was great. But the his dad, dad especially. is an amazing actor. Yeah, yeah. He, <laughs> it was really he mimicked well. Keanu. It's those like you. I always love those types of scenes where it's a dude playing a dude playing another dude, <laughs> like Not like Odin, thunder, dude. like Odin. Where was uh? Where was? Um, oh, when he was playing uh, Loki. Yeah, we was pretending to be Loki. Like all those little things, like it's, it gives them a chance to like make fun of each other too. It's a lot of fun, and yeah, the the effect shots were pretty crappy. They
0: are pretty yeah. crappy. But I'm pretty, I'm assuming it was just really expensive when you're working with film.
1: I think yeah. that's just to be expected, though. And then that uh, I really as weird. I, I kind of really liked how weird, like the whole second act was, where like they're dead and they're going around the underworld, really Fucking hell. I kind of liked how strange it was. It was like. It was like they did did like a one eighty and went to like a full horror film for for like a five for ten minutes. Yeah, <laughs> and like this like little cramped set where the ceiling is like only six only like five feet high and everybody's crouched over. <laughs> You're like, what the fuck am I watching? Is the, this the grandma cube? Was
0: terrifying. She's just like <laughs> the hairs and like oh little-
1: like the little hairs on her. I'm like oh that's great. I saw
2: them throwing in some Dutch angles. I was like, "Whoa, it's that kind of movie now." <laughs> yeah, there's some Dutch yeah, angles. All the angles
0: too, like, oh my god! Uh, I, it's think, just I think not there's some weird cohesive. anamorphic
1: lenses. There's like uh, that 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 zoom in shot down the table with the with a granny. Oh yeah, yeah. I'm like, wow, you guys are going for it. <laughs> this is uh, ramping fairy. it up to eleven. Yeah, the first movie was like was like a comedy comedy adventure and this was like this one's verging on like a comedy horror. And then it just takes another left turn at the end and goes to sci-fi. <laughs> like what the yeah. fuck <laughs> Yeah.
2: They couldn't decide on one genre, so they decided to do Yeah, four. there's a
0: there's a funny line. Silk comes from the butts of Chinese worms. Colonel Oates.
1: Yeah, I remember that. <laughs> Because watching it this time I was paying attention To all the stuff he says I'm like What are you saying?
0: Yeah like it's not (laughs) threatening It's just really Silly (laughs) You guys are soft as silk And silk comes With butts of Chinese worms (laughs) Give me infinity (laughs) Yeah Oh they one up All the military movie scenes Right there Infinity pushups
1: You know what If I had to pick One of those Terrifying Things to spend The eternity in I would probably pick The push up one
2: Yeah, I think that's fine.
1: It's the least threatening. It's the least scary. I mean it's just like like yeah, it'll suck, but it's like I'm just doing push ups. Whatever.
0: (laughs) Well what's your punishment? More push ups if you fail to do it.
1: (laughs) So you failed your push up, do more push ups. Yes, sir.
0: (laughs) Double infinity.
1: Triple infinity. (laughs) Oh man. Yeah.
0: I just think I couldn't like it because they treated Bill and Ted as actually stupid this time. They treated a lot of people as stupid. Like, they Melvin Death, which is like, hey, your shoes are untied, and they give him like a super wedgie. But, like, it was established that Death can teleport in the previous scene when they introduced him because he's far away, and all I don't of I think sudden, he
2: can teleport, I think he can run really fast.
0: Oh, maybe that's it. Because yeah, like, in the in the newspaper at
2: the end it yes. says, yeah. "Death wins Indy 500," and the quote was like, "I, I didn't that know that I fast. could run that fast." Yeah. <laughs> Anyways, it's
0: established that he can move super fast, so like Melbourne once yeah. time, you know, like,
1: I mean, it's it's fine. It just yeah. gives it's just it's in the script, you know. <laughs> when when you play when you play around with with uh, uh, weird me- mechanics like that, because this is not a Time travel film again. This is this is the this is the horror film because there's almost no time travel in it, right?
2: Yeah, only at
1: they the imply time end. travel only at the beginning of the, the end. Yeah, beginning and the end. So you got like teleporting Grim Reaper, and then like he takes him on an adventure through hell and then heaven. Mm-hmm. <laughs> that scene where they're like, uh, where they're at the pearly gates. And he's like, "Do I know you?" <laughs> <laughs> no. no. <laughs> just, <laughs> just the delivery, of- <laughs> like that whole bit. It's like so dumb, but it's just wonderful. Like, how the do I? Time? How do I look? You look great. You're <laughs> you are like, cr- great, Death. Really?
2: <laughs> <laughs> I was like, "Why does Death have a German accent?" Is a time. <laughs> <laughs>
0: But yeah, the problem was, like, you know, the tonally, the thematically, it doesn't doesn't fit, and they make Bill and Ted stupid, they make everyone stupid, the movie's stupid for me, like, it's funny, sure, can you have fun with it, sure, but uh, as a whole, it kind of undoes what the first movie did, which was be excellent to each other and party on dudes, whereas this movie is just bogus. Yeah. That's, That's right.
2: That's the point, right? <laughs> it's bogus. It's bogus, bogus. the Dream. movie itself is bogus 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 what is the third movie called it's like the music uh, face the Bill music. and Ted face the music face yeah, the music it sounds like
1: an ending it's the same writers yeah different director I
0: hope I hope they don't go down this this low brow humor this random
2: I really hope not
0: scenes like I want it to be like the first film where it's like honest and earnest and like a little bit goofy a little bit silly for overall lighthearted and fun.
2: Do you wanna? Do you wanna know who the director?
0: Uh, I yeah. Who's the director?
2: Dean Parasat?
0: Who is that guy?
2: He directed Red Two, Galaxy Quest, Fun with Dick and Jane. Um. Okay, framed. Galaxy Quest
1: was actually amazing. So maybe this will be good. Was that
0: with Tim Allen? Yeah. Okay, I yeah, enjoyed he worked that on
1: movie, Monk. I think. Monk. Okay. Have you seen Have you what? seen Galaxy Quest?
0: Nope, mm, I don't remember I the show. Uh, the Galaxy movie. Quest gotta...
1: remains th- remains the best Star Trek movie ever made, <laughs> in my opinion. Are you serious? <laughs> I am one hundred percent serious. Mm, okay, okay. I'm the best have to Star Trek it. movie, not not show, but the best movie. Because even though it's making fun of Star Trek, it's somehow more true to the show than any of the Star Trek movies have been. <laughs> <laughs>
0: That's a shame it's a real shame
1: it is an actual shame but it's it's kind of it's kind of wonderful and it has like Tim Allen and Sigourney Weaver and mm. Alan Rickman rest, rest, ripping pepperoni you know um, and Sam Rockwell the legend <laughs> it's it's quite a wonderful cast and a, and a great movie maybe we could do it next week yeah, yeah we
0: should do it next week then relive our childhoods.
1: <laughs> you, you've seen the Not new, new Star Trek films right <laughs> Yeah, I've seen. Yeah, I think I've seen all the new ones.
0: I don't like the new ones.
1: Have you seen? Really? Have you seen any of like uh, Next Generation or like Deep Space Nine or any of those shows? Nope. No. Okay. Well, it probably doesn't mean as much. But okay, they were way way slower paced. There was like in, in the movies. The Enterprise in the first like thirty seconds of the film, takes more direct hits than it does over like I don't know nine seasons <laughs> of of the original it's true. series
0: it's true like the, in, the entire episode, most of it's just people talking I mean do, you know due Isn't to budgetary like,
1: misadventures
2: right that too and some episodes to are misadventures.
1: Well, they go to a planet, they establish some premise like here's a planet where uh they only are able to produce enough food to, f- to feed half of the population because of Thanos. some catastrophe yeah it, it's literally literally that exact same scenario and and then it's all about like deliberating like like their salute, the planet's solution is to like yeah do a Thanos and unconditionally kill half of the population off so that they don't all starve to death, right. And then the crew is like, "No, we can't allow you to do that." And they're like, "Well, we have the right to govern ourselves, and we have no choice because." Oh, this sounds really... like America.
2: <laughs> yeah, stuff like that, or like—is it a pointed commentary about the Vietnam War? <laughs> there's, there's some it could stuff be, like that, right?
1: There, there's some stuff I, I like guess, that. I Would guess. it fit for the
2: times? Would uh, that work timeline no,
0: no? was no. unless you're talking about the original series. But Next Generation was way after that.
1: The next so generation was like nineties. Yeah, they they had some stuff like that. They had a yeah. couple with where they like terrorists. They had, um I mean they had some great television, probably one of the most memorable ones here. Like uh I think where Picard gets like stuck in like this uh alien device and he kinda passes out and from his perspective he gets teleported to a planet and he gets trapped there and then he lives like his whole life, has a family, has children, becomes part of the community. And actually, he's just living all this within like five minutes of like just this, this alien device teleporting like the whole, the whole society's culture into his brain. It's, mm-hmm. uh, it's a probe because the society is dead. Their planet died at some point. And that was like their last beacon to tell their story. So he lives his entire life, like a full life. And then he dies. He dies. And then he wakes up. And it's only been five minutes. And, oh, then, he, and then he has I to live loved. with it. Yeah, it's cool, interesting ideas like that are what the shows are based on. And dude, there's like... Isn't there an like...
2: anime that's like that?
1: Oh. Where, the, where
2: this dude is like gonna kill a bunch of people and the first person he kills, they end up having like a relationship, getting married, and then have a life together. And then they wake up and she realizes that it was like all just a dream and then he kills her. Um, uh... I think you're thinking
1: of Inception. <laughs> <laughs>
2: no, it's <is> not Inception. <laughs>
0: Uh yeah, never heard of an anime like that. Oh. One Punch Man. <laughs> One Punch. One
2: Punch One Punch. Attack on Titan. Attack on, Attack
0: on Titan. Titan. Exactly. It's exactly yeah. the, the story of Attack on Titan. It's a love story. <laughs> but but I, yeah, like I'm glad you mentioned that because like you know the recent, the most recent version of Star Trek doesn't do that, and this movie doesn't do that either. Bill and Ted, it's bogus. The the reason why I I don't like it is. Like, the first one, they get over themselves. Like, the fear a failure. They try to make something of themselves. Whereas in this movie, mm-hmm. it's an entire scene where they're in hell. Uh, they don't get out on their own. They get out because they're like, oh, we'll call upon death. He's deus ex machina. He's deus ex... Uh, that's not <laughs> he comes down and is like you gotta beat me in games so they beat him so that scene was charming especially when they're playing Twister <laughs>
1: that yeah, scene I was love, hilarious I love that yeah. they start with battleship and It's just like across this giant <laughs> this yeah. giant table J7 you have sunk my battleship <laughs> my
0: battleship it's like
1: best 2 out of 3
2: <laughs> and he's like I Five out he was seven. a J man <laughs>
1: It's like these wonderful moments. I think, I think uh, what undercuts the film for me is there's a little bit less of an emotional core. It's I think less much less established. Of an emotional core. Yeah, much much less established. The first one was all about, you know, getting, becoming success, like uh, be excellent to each other, like this positivity. Now, this movie has a little bit of it. Like they have that little speech at the end, but they don't do enough to that, really. I don't, end, yeah. I don't think that's the core of the film, though. Yeah, they don't really establish yeah. it. Um, that's, that undercuts it for me. But there's, there's enough wonderful little moments in this film to keep me entertained.
0: The, the way that I see this film is uh, I take out these individual moments, and that's what happened to Bill and Ted in their journey through life, and they met these people, and these things happened. But the general story of the movie and the, the villain and all that extra garbage, I just delete from memory. Cause that scene where they're playing Twister with Death is awesome. <laughs> like, uh, the scene where Death is the bass player and he intros himself, right?
2: <laughs> and he's spinning the yeah, he's spinning the what?
0: Reaper, o- the I mean the blade over his head. Or like the scene where he's in the he's in the gardening scene, and uh, I mean the the hardware store, and then he's yeah. looking at a hoe and he's like, nah, and it puts it back.
1: Yeah. best mm. part of that scene is where the guy's smoking in the store and he just walks by he's like see you real soon see you soon yeah <laughs> <laughs> he just yeah. like throws his cigarette yeah, on that. the ground station <laughs> my god those costumes were so goofy and so wonderful with the enormous martian butt
0: <laughs> and then that's like I have a nice butt too I work out reaping burns a lot of calories and everyone just like wrong with this guy
1: i thought that scene was so funny
0: it's funny without context just isolated but again yeah. like
1: the guy that. the actor by the way is born in buffalo new york so take that for what you will <laughs> really <laughs> he's not german he's not uh, slovakian he's uh he's born in new york that just reminds me of
2: uh what is it bruce almighty i've not seen that movie uh, no
1: with jim no. carrey
2: yeah yeah where they have the giant cookie in Buffalo, and he's like, and that's the way the cookie crumbles. And that's
1: the way the cookie crumbles. Wasn't there a second film like Evan Almighty or something like that, or was yeah, that and a it was Steve Carell? Yeah,
0: is that related? Mm-hmm. I thought those are separate.
1: Uh, yeah, same concept,
2: different person. Yeah, but he becomes Noah. He essentially becomes Noah, and he has to build an ark. Yeah. So that movie bombed in box office. But made all of its money back through streaming. And we were talking about that in one of my film courses. About how this oh. movie was essentially garbage. But because the studios pushed for advertising so hard. That over the course of like three years. They made like twice the amount that they advertised. And their budget costs were. So Okay, not bad, not bad. So garbage sells is essentially what they're saying. Just like Suicide Squad. <laughs> <laughs> Suicide Squad sold too much.
1: There was Please. so much advertising for that film. Suicide Squad? Yeah. Yeah, I remember seeing those ads everywhere. It was all the same, like, like punched up, like edited for sizzle, trailer house stuff. I'm like, I guess I'll go see it, and then I'm like, Why did I see this? <laughs> <laughs> I regret
2: everything. I regret <laughs> I've been everything. fooled.
1: This was a sham. What a farce. Anyway, back to back to Bill and Ted. Um, so, so these two movies are, are quite beloved. They have definitely a cult following, so which is why this third, which is why this third movie is getting made. It's uh, and it's gonna be big. I hope
0: so, We we made predictions for box box office numbers. I pinned it, I think, in our Discord. So we're gonna have to see if it's true or not.
2: Oh, did we? Yeah, we did. We did a while ago, maybe like domestic
0: and international episode yeah.
2: eleven or something. All right,
0: why don't we give our summaries and then our ratings?
1: Um. <clears throat> Okay, excellent adventure with the first one. I'm gonna probably give that I'll probably give it like a solid seven. Maybe m- maybe an eight? I kinda wanna I th- get you I know thought what? you said this was one of
2: your favorite movies of all time.
1: It is. It's only can, an eight? You it know, I'm, mean I'm gonna give it an well, eight. Made. I, don't it's think it's, I don't think it's a perfect <laughs> movie. Oh, i g I've given out a ten. You know what wouldn't you know which one that was? <laughs> black mantles. <laughs> ten black <Mantis>. Manta. <laughs> that doesn't count.
0: <laughs> Eleven out of ten, that's right.
1: I'll probably give it like a like a solid like a solid eight, I think that uh, right, right. some of the stuff could have been a little bit better, like some of the side character stuff, and like maybe a little bit less with uh with the with the messy stuff,
0: yeah, that was the <laughs> lowest part of the movie, uh, but yeah
2: I thought it was so funny because they bring it back and they tie it all together when they bring Freud back, and then he's like, and that is why he is attracted to his mother. <laughs> <laughs> Oh my god! Yeah, good times, dude. Oh,
1: death is coming back for the third film. Excellent! Oh, really? He's Excellent. coming back. He's credited. He's
0: a good character. Wait, is it the same actor?
3: Or yeah, it's the is same it just actor. Death?
1: Okay, is it's William Sadler? I guess he's listed oh, on IMDb. So now I'm okay. now I'm genuinely now I'm even more excited for *Villains Head* three. Me oh me man! <clears throat> so yeah, I'll give. All right, you're
0: giving it an eight or a seven?
1: I'll give it an eight. I'm gonna go with an eight. And then uh, Bogus Journey, I'll probably give that like, probably like a five.
0: All right, all right. five.
1: around where I'm at, too. Five Suicide Squads. Five Suicide Squads.
0: Oh, yeah. We got to clarify for people listening that Suicide Squad rating scale does not have a maximum. There's a minimum, and the minimum (laughs) is Suicide Squad, and we're basically rating the movie on like how many times better than Suicide Squad it is. (laughs) So, Isaiah. Yeah. What about you? Like final thoughts
2: and rage. Final thoughts. Mm. I was very surprised, very pleasantly surprised, um, by Bill and Ted and their most excellent adventure. Excellent. Like, I did not expect it to be a time travel movie, and <laughs> they referenced loved... it in Endgame. <laughs> they Dude, I didn't even realize it.
1: they directly referenced it. Bill and I Ted's have no excellent context, adventure. Okay, Barry, don't shame me. <laughs> oh my god.
2: but yeah i love movies that just mess with the concept of time in any way so for me um yeah i really enjoyed it and was surprised by it and it's refreshing to see keanu having fun (laughs) Mm -hmm. is that not killing people you know is that okay to say you know
1: yeah i don't Uh, know when the last time you see him like have like be jokey and loose and like uh smiling enjoying
2: himself in a film right?
1: I don't think he smiled in all three of the John Wick films. <laughs> I don't I think really we got one smile. Recall.
2: Yeah. Oh, he get maybe like an evil smile, but that's about it. <laughs> yeah. I don't even
1: think you get that. I think he just like frowny face the entire time. <laughs> maybe in, uh, what's the last movie he might've smiled in? Mare Matrix. <laughs> <laughs> I know he... You, always com- Be My Maybe. Always Be... Yeah, okay. Oh, okay. Yeah, yeah, always, yeah,
2: that's yeah. it. That's it. Yeah, that was like his last happy role. Comedy role, yeah. I guess. Always and Be My Maybe, you're right. So, hopefully he does more of it. Bill and Ted. But yeah, I, too. I was really surprised. And I actually really enjoyed it because I feel like it's such a charming film. And it's like an excellent message. Uh, that, that still holds up so well today, right? Just be excellent to one another.
0: We're missing that.
2: Yeah, and I feel like every generation has that, right? Where it's like, we need more of that. So, I think it's a film that holds up well, like, given the fact that it's, what, close to 20 years old? 30 years old? Uh, 20-something years old, right?
1: Came out in... 89. 89, yeah. Yeah. Wow. 30 years. 30 years. I'm only slightly older than this film. (laughs) (laughs) I cannot say the same.
2: same. Uh, uh, But yeah, it was a wonderful, charming film. For Bill and Ted 2, disappointing. Uh, Yeah, I pretty much watched it, like, the next day. And I was like, man, this does not feel the same. It doesn't have that charm. It doesn't have... The jokes that actually felt like, oh, people tried really hard when they were writing this.
1: (laughs) I'm telling you, man. They went from LSD to amphetamines. And they're like, (laughs) Just put them in hell.
0: The LSD (laughs) is key to making good movies.
1: I guess. They're going to have to go hard for for Bill and Ted (laughs) 3. They're going to have
2: to bring bring out cocaine. I think they can bring it back. You know? little pretty bow on top. Finish it (laughs) out well. But Especially
1: at this point in Keanu's career, I think I think it could be good.
2: I'm hopeful. I'm pretty
1: hopeful. I'm excited. I'm not just hopeful. I'm genuinely excited to see it. The
2: second movie I can just just describe as lackluster, not entirely heinous. <laughs>
0: <laughs> non, non.
3: <laughs> like heinous. mildly heinous. You know, mildly heinous. <laughs> mildly okay.
2: heinous. So hopefully it gets better. But for the first Bill and Ted film, I probably give it a solid eight as well. Okay. Okay. Yeah. I, I, it was like a thoroughly enjoyable movie all around. For second movie, I'd probably give it 4. Just cuz I really didn't like like maybe 40-50% of the film. No. Yeah. Okay. I was just kind of really bored and I was like, "Oh, I guess they're running through hell." But I okay. It's like, "Oh, I guess they're alive again." Like, okay. <sighs> yeah. And there's a villain and I was like, "Why do I why do I care?"
0: Yeah, yeah. Why do so. I care? That's a big question that I had to ask
1: myself. Well, you care because he's a threatening old fat guy with underlighting lighting un- under his collar with LEDs. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> that's why you care with a big floppy costume that I actually really like. Or
0: yeah, oh, that's another thing. Just before I go into my rating too, but like I I liked how cheap the costumes look in the first movie. It's just George Carlin in like a really shiny you know bathrobe. And then in the second movie, they're, like, in styrofoam, and it looks ridiculous. They're in, like, these giant boots, and you know what that reminded me of? Battlefield Earth. (laughs) So if if a movie reminds me of Battlefield Earth, (laughs) you're doing it wrong, dude. (laughs) I'm just saying. I'm just saying, dude.
1: (laughs) I like how goofy the costumes look, because if you look, all the extras are just wearing, like, a a full bodysuit, and they just have, like, a bunch of, like... Like, like, uh, uh, foam and like yeah, cardboard cutoff stuff are, like wrapped around them. I'm like, this is great. <laughs> the custom <laughs> costume designer probably had to do this in like a week.
0: <laughs> yeah, yeah, it's still a pain to make all that many. Costumes. Like, yeah.
1: like, here's yeah. 50 bucks and a bunch of LSD, make us some costumes. <laughs> uh, LSD, you got a week,
2: we're filming here's some cocaine, too. <laughs> take the edge off, take the edge
0: off. <laughs> Uh, Yeah, for me, though, uh, first movie, excellent. Like, the way that it's structured, the way that it's shot, it's super straightforward, it's honest, it's earnest. I like how positive the message is. I like how little of a joke they treat, what's happening. Um, And it's it's just so positive and uplifting, and I think everyone can kind of use that because it it kind of, I think anyone can relate to it because, you know, we're, we're doing this podcast and, you know, it, you guys might not care if it succeeds or not. But for me, all the things I'm doing, you know, making all this content, I was always wondering in the back of my head, is it going to go anywhere? Right. But then, uh, you know, this movie's like, it'll be all right. You know, in time, <laughs> things don't happen right away. But uh, it's so positive. It's gives hope, you know. Anyways, yeah, yeah, give it an 8 as well. I think uh, there are shortcomings as well, but they, they did what they could, and I give it such a high rating because of how cohesive it is and, and the message that it brings. And then for the second one, I really enjoyed the characters and the things that happened isolated. Not together, though. But when yeah. you put everything together, it falls apart so quickly. Um, They basically went from this positive uplifting movie to this i don't know what it is (laughs) it's just lowbrow humor and then they throw in they just sprinkle in a little bit of positivity at the end Um, (laughs) i wish it was more cohesive i wish uh there was more of uh, a threat or obstacle for the characters characters to overcome it's just like and, and even at the end we're like we gotta get good and they just go in into the time machine practice and come back And it's like, there's no, there's no obstacle. It just, just solutions are just given to them. That's why it kind of had less meaning. But that said, that said, uh, death is awesome. All the characters, all the stuff that happened was pretty, pretty goofy when, uh, Keanu's dad is playing Keanu. It's a dude playing a dude disguised as another dude. (laughs) It was legit. He was just, like, moving the same two. <laughs> it was, like, With the head awkward. bobs and the large the head bobs, sweeping yeah.
2: arm movements. <laughs> yeah.
0: Uh, other guy, uh, Sergeant Dude, didn't do as well. Yeah. Yeah. All right, there you have it. We got uh, Bill and Ted's Excellent Adventure. We got an eight from Barry. We got an eight from Isaiah and an eight from Sam. So this is one of our overall highest rated Yeah, movies. that's
1: true. Yeah.
0: And then for Bogus Adventure, we got a five from Barry, a four from Isaiah, and a four from
1: me. All right. Uh, We're going to end there. Well, hold on. Are you going to plug our new merch store or not? Oh, shoot. I forgot, (laughs) dude.
0: What are you doing? I'm sorry, dude. We have a merch store. I know there's not many people that uh, listen to our podcast. We are on Apple, uh, Google, Spotify, and Alexa. (laughs) (laughs) <laughs> We're basically on all the platforms you can find us there. And uh, let me plug. We have merch now. We got official pointy hat merch. Also, it's priced super low. Uh, I literally make very little money per transaction. So this is only uh, for now. After a while, I'm going to raise the prices back up because uh, the person who's running the store is another friend of mine. He's Oakface Gaming. He also streams and is a content creator. Uh, he's, you know, it's dangerously close to losing money per transaction for running the store. But, anyways, I'm just going to link it. There's a merch store. I'm going to have it in the description as well. Um, good call, Barry. Good call. <laughs> All right, well, this has been episode 15 on Bill and Ted's Excellent Adventure. Thank you so much for listening in. Write to us at pointyhatcast at gmail.com. Again, the email is pointyhatcast at gmail.com. Catch you guys next time.
1: Thanks for dropping by, guys. Be excellent to each other. (laughs) And stay pointy, dudes. All right, stay pointy. Stay pointy. (laughs)